1: Bing ba bing ba 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 Hello, welcome to Suggestible Pod. I'm Claire. James is here also. Hello,
2: I am James. Welcome to Suggestible Pod, where we recommend books, movies, TV shows, comics,
1: sometimes food, food
2: apps. I don't know, like places.
1: Positivity. Positivity,
2: fun. Um, we, Freedom. We, read some, we read some letters from you, from people who write writing. All right, all right, uh, all right. I review all right. At the Pick end. it up,
1: James. You're getting oh, real sorry. boring. I need more um, of this kombucha. Oh, gosh. The here he goes. I need. You know how much he loves kombucha. Um, I love it. We're married. Yep. We would love to talk to you about all the things we've been doing in well, our life. Not house. everything we've been doing. <laughs> Just some things.
2: That does sound like, that sounded like you were doing like, um what are those people called? You know those. uh. Those pyramid scheme people. What are they? We know where they go and they're like, we're married and we'd love to talk to you about Tupperware. Or
1: whatever. Uh, yeah, like an infomercial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know those pyramid
2: true. schemes though? Like often people get into them and they're like, yeah, it's like Herbal Life or whatever. I know what a like,
1: pyramid scheme is. No, I know, is. but you know what I mean. And are then you then trying to mansplain me a pyramid scheme? No, 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 no but this
2: is for everybody listening because, you know, sometimes you get a friend who's like, they get heavily into it and they yeah. try to get everybody involved. And I going, reckon oh,
1: actually God. in my life, it hasn't been my friends directly, it's been like people I went to high school with, who I haven't seen in like fifteen years, oh, yeah. connect with you on Facebook, and then they start liking a few of the photos, and then you get a weird message. It's like, "Are you really yeah, into exactly. mascara? You look gorgeous, darling. Would you be interested in this thing? Think such and such has changed my life, or yeah. whatever." And slick.
2: Good salesperson technique, though. Correct. Liking a few posts, getting in there.
1: Totally. Good. Anyway, can we get on with recommending you things other than uh, random friends from high school that recommend you pyramid schemes? I just feel bad because I just want to write
2: like, you've been conned. Just step away. Like, cut your losses. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, go on.
1: Whatever makes everybody happy. Why don't you go first, Claire? What have you got? It's my my turn. It's my life and it's now or never. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to. All right. No, no, I'm just going to get started. Okay, tell me, what should I start with? Boring? Fun. Boring. Alright. So first <laughs> off to up. a slow start. That's what yeah. I say. <laughs> okay, slow start. I'm building up to the good one. Um no, this is actually surprising. It's not anything I would normally recommend, and it's certainly not sponsored. I'm recommending Strangely enough, an app called Noom.
2: I thought this was going to be the the exciting one. This is the one I was I was like, what's the, what's what was the other one? Oh, really? You're going to well, do?
1: you'll have to wait and see. i will laugh in the end. I bet
2: this one is more exciting <laughs> to me.
1: All right. Yeah, it would be because as listeners of this show and James's other less successful podcasts would know, the Weekly Planet, he's obsessed with all things fitness and he's always trying to bully me into caring more about calories and eating weird cereal in a box. That is not true. What is that weird cereal that arrived at our doorstep? It's It's just like every every time a doorbell rings, Mm. I always think, oh, God, what other junk food has he ordered from the internet? I'm trying to
2: supplement junk food with like... Low calorie like equivalents, and it's very difficult. <laughs> yes. Today I'm like there was like it's like a protein cereal. I'm like great, you can eat a bunch of it. Like it's not it's, it's got low carbs and whatever, but it's actually just like horrible protein powder with like cereal bits in it. Yes. It's awful, and it's, I spent like sixty bucks on it, and it's like straight you didn't in the Tell bed. me that. Believe it. I wanted to surprise Jeez. you on the show.
1: <laughs> sixty. Yeah, and it's on cereal. Do you know how much normal cereal costs? It's not even
2: cereal. It's not cereal. Oh my God. If you had like, I don't know, like a. Are you
1: insane? Yes. We don't have that kind of money to be spending 60 bucks on cereal. If it was like a
2: tennis ball sized amount of protein powder, there's probably like four bits of cereal in it. And that's
1: surely more expensive than your regular protein powder. Oh yeah. It was was too expensive. Oh my God. Anyway, moving right (laughs) along. uh, So I'm recommending an app called Noom. It's the world's leading behavior change company, apparently, as it says on its website. This
2: sounds like a multi-level I know. marketing scam.
1: Disrupting the weight loss and healthcare industry. Immediately, I am like, no, this sounds like a scam.
2: Whoa, it's the I bad know. boy of the weight loss
0: industry.
1: <laughs> but actually, I was so surprised. I heard it talked about on Duck Shepard's podcast, Armchair Expert, because mm. he interviewed Hillary Clinton this week or a couple of weeks ago. Brilliant interview, really interesting. Hillary Clinton clearly just doesn't care anymore what anybody thinks about her and she's just being really candid and it's great. And she's so great on that show. She's got um, a book to sell probably. Um, Yeah, she does. But I think also she just obviously can't be – going about her business anymore trying to be president so she Mm. doesn't have to worry so much about what people think about her. Anyway, she's had a a huge hand in Kamala Harris being elected as VP too, which is really cool. Behind the scenes, she's doing a lot of amazing advocacy work. Anyway, let's talk about Hillary So I decided because I am in a weird post-pregnancy vibe station with my fitness and health Mm. and also with like COVID and lockdown for most of this year has meant that I've just been recovering from pregnancy without having access to the gyms or anything that we normally would have and also I've had a few health complications that have meant it's been really hard for me to get back on track and because this has been a second baby as well, my body's just really changed a lot. And it's the weight it just isn't shifting. and I'm all about embracing bodies at all sizes. Um, but for me, I can't it's getting in the way of doing things I would like normally like to do. And I want to focus on being healthy and strong. And this is what I liked about Noom. It's actually based on behavioral psychology. So it's kind of like a startup that in New York, and they use artificial intelligence, um, mobile tech, so it's an app, and psychology with with the empathy of over a thousand personal coaches who are real people employed by the company Mm. to help people live healthier lives by changing their long-term habits. And now more than 50 million people have benefited from Noom's behaviour change courses. 50 million. 50 million people. I sound like I'm in an ad, but that's pretty much it. I know, and I promise you this isn't sponsored. It also includes a virtual diabetes prevention program, which was the first of its kind to be recognised by the Centre for Disease Control and Prevention. Oh, wow, okay. So it's actually doing really great work, and I just thought – I'll just click on this app. I'll download it and just see see what I think about it. See what's up. Yeah, immediately I loved it. I've just fallen in love with it because I've tried a lot of different things. I've done online programs. I've done Michelle Bridges, which I quite enjoyed, which is like, you know, fitness videos and workouts and, and food plans. Mm. And I've done all kinds of different things over the years. And a lot of which have worked and you've enjoyed I yeah, guess. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. But at the moment I've got no time really, to think about it very much. And I do quite a lot of exercise, but where I think I really am struggling is with food and trying to make better choices. Anyway, so I opened up the app. I'm just going to list the things I loved about it. Immediately, I really like the graphics. Mm. They're really clear. Makes a and, huge difference. Oh, yeah. it does. It mm. makes so much difference, right? And it's extremely easy to use. The wording is really simple and comforting and funny. It's quite quirky which is really nice, it's really continually supportive and kind of like affirming of you and where you're at. You have to enter in details like your height and weight, um, a bit about your sort of goals in terms of weight loss, um, about your lifestyle in general. They just ask you lots of questions and you have to kind of... like a
2: drop-down questionnaire thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's Mm -hmm. a
1: drop-down. They do a survey initially. When you first open the app, they do a survey and that's all free and they give you access to a kind of free program they put together for you and they give you a free trial for two weeks to Mm -hmm. see if you like it. You can, it's sort of an opt-in thing. So they tell you how much it costs to pay the people that are creating it and they say you can contribute $2 or $5, whatever you want or free for yeah. those first two weeks. And then after that, it's $9 a week for four months, which initial, initially I thought, oh, I don't know about paying $9 for something like this. I mean, it's not
2: that much. No. I know. It's, I mean, I know it is for some or whatever, but like.
1: No, but for, for yeah. when I, I guess the main thing is, does it work, right? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the biggest thing. What I really liked was that I'm learning a lot. I thought I knew a lot about fitness and health and calories and input. But I I'm still learning so much. There's little snippets, like it's timed. So you only kind of are on there maybe seven to ten minutes a day. That's an
2: interesting thing you told me about it. Yeah. Like it tells you to get off. Yeah, it out, tells you right? to get yeah. off.
1: It's like you're burning out. Take a break. It hits seven minutes and it says take a break. Yeah. And then and it kind of takes you through a course. So each day there's like it unlocks little tasks that you achieve each day, Mm. which is I think the genius of it and obviously why it's clearly working with behavioural psychology. I've done it for three days and I haven't missed a day, which I think already says something because often you'll start a thing a day for one day and then give it away. Mm. But with this, I think – the genius of it is that it's like one-minute tasks that you complete and it ticks off What kind for of you. things are you talking about? Um, so, for instance, it starts by weighing yourself every day, which is mm. a bit confronting, but it's a task that's achievable, that you can do in less than 30 seconds. Yeah. You fill it in and you feel like, oh, I've done something. Mm. You log your food and that's sort of like you've done breakfast, tick. There's a whole catalogue of menus and, and meal ideas as well. But there's no actual diet plan because I hate those. I've always sort of thought I'll stick to this particular meal plan. It never does. That doesn't never, work ever for, works me for me either. No. Whereas, I like
2: to know what's in something and I'm like, okay, I know this is yeah. roughly this. I, I can eat this much of it or whatever. Yeah, yeah and it's mm.
1: based around this thing called calorie deficit. Yeah. So it has three colours for foods, red, yellow and green. And the red foods are the higher density in calories. So like peanut butter or chocolate or something would be a higher density of calories. So you can have some of it, but they're saying eat less of it because it's calorie dense. So it's not bad. It's just calorie dense. That's a good approach
2: as opposed to cutting out like... Yeah, particular Everything, foods. Yeah,
1: all yeah, like no carbs and all that stuff. Yeah. And then yellow foods are like, say, boiled eggs that have, you know, like more water content so they're less mm. calorie dense. And then green foods which would be like your lettuces, cucumber, whole grains. yes Yeah, celarose fruit, all of that stuff that's like really low calorie density. And you, immediately because I'm logging my food choices in, I can see how much I can eat based on the calories yeah, and it's right there. And there's something about being accountable. And before, like people have suggested write a food diary. I never know where to write it. I don't know if I always have a pen. What are you writing down? What are you writing down? And you're not, you can't see it. Whereas there's something about typing in, I don't know, 2 wheat Weet-Bix or something and it says exactly how many calories it is. Yeah. And they give you a calorie allotment for the day. So as you're logging your food in real time, because you've always got your phone with you, you can see the calories kind of working up through the day. Yeah, and it,
2: yeah. So I take it that's also in relation to like how much you want to lose over what time period. It well, then they calculates. set that
1: for you. Oh, so
2: you're not like I want to lose this month, no. in two months. It tells you like because I I think your target month was June for when you. Be yeah. Where you want to be at, is yeah. that right?
1: Yeah, next year.
2: So it, it says like so it's all calculated off that, but it's not like, yeah, just crash diet for like no, two and months. No, it's, that's it's, what it's, I really uh,
1: like. Yeah. It bases it on your age, your gender, mm. um, your physical fitness and what your kind of goal weight. So you put in your goal weight yeah. and your current weight and then it will just tell you a bit about how like how long it takes yes, to get yeah. there. But they won't They don't say, how, you know, do you want to do it in six weeks? They're like, you will not achieve this until June. That's also
2: better for maintaining it as well, I feel, because often if you like like do it incorrectly or you just stop eating or whatever, Mm. then that – you often like rebound and kind of yo-yo. But I think if you do that more, you know, I don't know. I don't know much Certainly. about Yeah, it's, it's just. It's more like it becomes like a habit and it's more yeah, sustainable. Yeah, I'm
1: just really loving it. It's just on my phone. Yeah. I'm sure people are switching on it. But I wonder, I think it's quite common. A lot of us have been sitting at home during lockdown in this year, stress eating.
2: <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you know. This, this is like very much kind of because I lost. Probably ten kilo, probably about three years ago, probably yeah. about that. And it was a sim like I did it similarly, but in a different way. But it, it was food, like it came down to food. Like I was still going to the gym, but then I realized like I'm just gonna have to shift everything that I've that I've been doing. And it was just kind of being aware what's in everything. And and I initially started like sort of tracking stuff, but now I kind of don't do it. I'm like, yeah, I got a rough idea, or whatever. But but yeah, it was it. I mean it sounds obvious but it's food, it's all food. Yeah, and
1: it does and it's not simple and food for me and I know for a lot of people is really challenging for lots of reasons because it's not just about – simply what you put in and all of that stuff and eat more vegetables. It's all to do with your childhood, with Mm. emotions, with stress, with exhaustion, with the way your body feels, with time as well, with like you know, energy and ability to forward plan because all of this stuff realistically what I'm discovering is I can eat more if I eat more vegetables, basically.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Which sounds so simple. It's ridiculous yeah, it's ridiculous. But yeah, you can you can fill up on like I mean, it's not great stuff, is it? (laughs) No, but you can
1: add, and so you and you don't feel
2: as hungry, also. Yeah,
1: Yeah. exactly, because they said that vegetables and fruits have a higher content of water. Yeah. So the more water-based, you know, stuff you eat, the fuller you will feel. Yeah. So I know it's sort of depressing, but in the same way. It means you're not limiting because you can still have other stuff that you like. Yeah. And if you have a day where you might have, go out for lunch or whatever and have a big meal, then you might just say, well, I've had my calories for today and I might just have a lighter dinner or something. And also it's, the whole app is about not being perfect. Yeah, exactly. And it tracks your. And you can slip up or not
2: even slip up. Just be like, who cares? I'm going to do this thing today. Yeah. And
1: the main thing I like about it is it's really nice to you. And it talks to you a lot about self-talks. I'm like, you idiot, what have you done? Well, for me, a lot of this stuff is around self-talk and Mm. how I talk to myself about my body. And I think a lot of people struggle with this too. And so just having an app that's trying to change your habits to be more supportive I know yeah. we're, like, I'm banging on about this I for know, too I, I love this stuff. I was yeah.
2: – we were recently asked a question, like, what are you, an, like, a nerd about? This is on my other more successful podcast. It was, like, towards <laughs> the end. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And one of the things I said was, like, I love this kind of stuff because I'm not so much, like – like, I, I like trying to figure out how to be fit with the – with the most with the smallest amount of effort possible or Do you know what i mean what's yeah. like the quickest quickest road to do it do you know what i mean yeah like, yeah as opposed to like i don't need to know all the like the minutia and whatever i just need to know like what's the thing that i can do that i could just do every day and yeah. and, and that'll that's what my brother's calling i'll call him after but um the one that mason does like but um <laughs> yeah. yeah and so i love this stuff like i i like because i do like i do f45 like five six days a week or whatever and i try to eat well and that's kind of where yeah. Where I'm at. The other yeah. th-
1: interesting thing, and I'm learning so much already and I'm on day three, mm. the other interesting thing is that it tracks your steps through a pedometer just yeah. on your phone. I didn't even know we had a pedometer on our phone. But um, it sort of said the goal eventually is 10,000 steps a day and that can really have just a massive impact on your ability to just function and go through your life. Especially with diet, Yeah, and they have some really gentle ways of talking through that, yes, running in the gym is all really important, but walking is just as effective. You just have to do it for longer. Yeah,
2: that's exactly right. (laughs) It's It's that thing of like calories in... Calories, yeah, yeah, kind of exactly.
1: Thing, yeah. Anyway, so um, I would just, i to me, this, I know everyone has different things at work, but for me, yeah. this has been, I've been surprised at how supportive I've, supported I've felt by it, not threatened and not sort of lectured to or made to feel guilty. I've just, it's been really easy to use yeah. and really quite fun. Like I'm really actually quite enjoying it. I think because you're ticking off tasks each time. Yeah, it's like yeah. a little video game. You feel like you're like, oh, bing, another one. Like Look video, at me. Yeah. I'm so good. Anyway, I'll, let, I'll check in and see. <laughs> it might only be three days. Next week I might be like, Yeah, yeah I'm over this. maybe. But
2: like if so, whatever. Like.
1: Yeah, exactly. You, know, I mean, you can always I think,
2: jump back on yeah. it or try a different thing, and that's important. Mm. I think the, bi-
1: the biggest thing I think is that I feel supported, and I'm yes. my behave my the way I speak to myself is changing. And I think yeah. we can all do with a little bit more kindness to ourselves. Disagree. And more veggies. Yeah, more Good veggies. For us. Good for us, mate. Well, it's ad time, Sonny Bob. Feels good to have an ad. Well, here we are, and it's our friends again at ExpressVPN. Our good friends, best friends. We should they do a are. podcast with them about their great product. <laughs> we should. Well, here we go. Earlier this year, did you know, James, more than 100 Twitter users got their accounts hacked into. Passwords, email address, phone numbers, and more, all taken from high-profile people like Joe Biden, Elon Musk, and even... Kanye West.
2: I did know that. yes.
1: Oh well, he these kind why of why is it even
2: Kanye West though? It's like <laughs> the guy who's going to be president, Joe Rogan, arguably like the most famous, Elon one of the Musk most exactly, an and then it's like and Kanye, like they're all kind of like.
1: Anyway, whatever. Anyway, can we can I get <laughs> yeah, back yeah, yeah, to the ad? Yeah, good, All right. Sorry. These kinds of attacks are getting more frequent and more severe, and it's not just Twitter. Facebook, eBay, Uber, Adobe and Yahoo have leaked data such as passwords, credit card info and driver's licenses oh, yeah. belonging to billions of users. Look. If someone can hack Joe Biden, just imagine how easy it would be for them to hack you. Oh, no. (gasps) Actually, that's happened to us, our website. That's true. It has. It It was no fun. No, it wasn't good. That's why I use and we use ExpressVPN to safeguard our personal data online. According to recent reports, hackers can make up to $1,000 from selling someone's personal information on the dark web, making people like me and you easy, lucrative targets. (gasps) Pretty good money. <laughs> <Sorry God. laughs> Express VPN is an app that funnels your data through a secure encrypted tunnel so that no matter what device you use, you can have peace of mind every time you use the internet. The app connects with just one click, is lightning fast, and the best part is ExpressVPN works on up to five devices simultaneously so you and your whole family can stay protected. I would love that. Even the dog. Even the dog. Even the dog, when she's browsing the internet. Right. If a breach can happen Incognito to...
2: mode isn't enough, dog. You need
1: to... <laughs> put your VPN on. Oh, gosh, you got to get it on. Yeah. If a breach can happen to powerful individuals, it can easily happen to you. Protect yourself with ExpressVPN, the VPN rated number one by CNET. Wired and countless others. Wow. And if you Can't visit ExpressVPN.com slash suggestible right now, you can arm yourself with an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Wow, that's a deal. I know, it's a hell of a deal. That's ExpressVPN suggestable slash suggestible. Visit ExpressVPN.com slash suggestible to learn
2: more. Linked below, protect yourself and your dog.
1: Correct. On with
2: the shoe. On with the shoe.
1: All right, your turn.
2: Speaking of uh, losing or gaining weight, I watched the movie Freaky. You familiar with this movie?
1: No, I'm not. It sounds In like something I would hate.
2: Maybe it's got Christ- <laughs> it's it, uh, it's directed by Christopher Landon, who. I uh, directed the Happy Death Day movies, which I talked about recently.
1: Happy Death Day, day to, to you. you. It's about a. Oh, you did one, a poo. A bit of what? Don't do so many poos. Happy Death Day to you. No, do as many poos People as you can. People often poo when they die. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. Just a fun fact. <laughs> I'm right. sorry, I promise I won't repeat That's the disaster running. of last week.
2: My grandpa on, my, on, on his deathbed. Oh, God. Yeah, he said, I'm doing a big <laughs> shit. That didn't happen. I wasn't there.
1: Don't say that about your grandpa.
2: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I apologise.
1: Good Lord. No. He was not someone that would enjoy that joke. <laughs> well, good <laughs> thing he's dead. Okay. You're so- going to see him again now, I bet, and he's going to have take some umbrage with you. I'll be, I don't give a fuck. He's much taller than you. I think shit. that's why you didn't like each other. No, that's he not... He was so tall. You were so short. We were just from... <laughs> Never the twain shall meet. We? No. Well,
2: he was... <laughs> <laughs> like he was an amazing person who did amazing was things. An incredible and was like person. a war hero.
1: Exactly. So I don't um, think that was so, very
2: respectful. No, totally no, not. We're we're just we're just never clicked, and that's that's all right. I'm I'm okay with it. I've got, <laughs> I've got other people in my life who are tall that I can enjoy. Claire. <laughs> anyway, the movie Freaky. Happy with that? There was that movies about. Uh, I did not mean to get deep about my grandpa. Then it's it felt like like it's something like. <laughs> It sounds like when I say that that I've got some kind of problem and maybe I do I should look into that. Anyway, The Happy Death Day movies. I mean, you collect, have a
1: lot of problems. Got a lot of
2: problems. You know, what? I'll push that one to the back. I'll deal with the other ones first. <laughs> but uh it's uh, it's those are the movies about a girl who gets murdered and she keeps waking so she gets murdered and she wakes up and she's trying to figure out who it is. They're really good. You my, Anyway, this is the director of that, but it's a new movie and it stars Vince Vaughn, Catherine Newton, Katie Finnegan and Celeste O'Connor, and it's basically a sw- uh, twist on the slasher genre. Remember the movie Freaky Friday? This is what it's sort of loosely kind of the idea is based upon. This, a serial killer played by Vince Vaughn, who's like six foot seven, I have big ears swaps bodies with Catherine Newton, who's like a high school student who's like 5'9". So, not 5'9", like 5'5". Five five. So it's basically she wakes up in the morning, she's in the body of Vince Vaughn, he's in her body, and then they're kind of going about their day. And it, what's interesting is because it's, it's it's interesting for her because, you know, she she has to be like Vince Vaughn and deal with like people recognise her, her as this serial killer. But uh, the other side of that is the Vince Vaughn character who's trying to run around and kill people but he's like, he's like tiny and not as strong. <laughs> so it's like they're both kind of dealing with, you know, the situation Terrible in their own issues. way. issues. Yeah, but what? But Vince Vaughn is really good. He plays like a teenage girl really well. Like it's thoroughly. Is that your phone? What is that? Yes,
1: I don't it's know like what's happening. It's not even.
2: It's not even. It might be that app, Claire.
1: I don't know what's some happening. It's
2: like, have you been eating ice cream? I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I know. Oh my god. What if it turns into some Freaky Friday it situation? Might
2: just, But so, yeah, like he's very convincing and she's also like quite terrifying as like a killer but like, you know, with the mind of Vince. I'm not explaining this very well, am I? No, you're
1: really not. But I do really like Vince Vaughn. He's another tall man. He's a tall man. I probably wouldn't like him. No, no, you wouldn't like like him at all. Yeah. No, exactly. Here's the
2: thing though. It's like an okay movie.
1: Mm, But they're really good.
2: Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, and that's kind of the like it's fine. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is fun. And, this, and the people are fun in it. And it's like, a, you know, it's an interesting ish idea, whatever you mean. Yeah. And whatever you mean. Whatever I mean. Whatever you mean. Whatever, whatever. is happening. <laughs>
1: It's guys, fine. I and it's, uh, I and it's uh, just something sirking. to... Just, shirts,
2: and it really yeah. is. I'm very tired. We're both short
1: circuiting. Okay, that sounds cool. I'd like to check you that You won't out. watch it. Probably not.
2: It's got some pretty good kills in it. There's a mm, moment where Vince Why Vaughan is that? Are you selling
1: that to me a, by saying there's
2: yeah, some good kills in it? You're not, not going to watch it. This is for people who might yeah, watch it. exactly. He shoves a Don't wine bottle at down a guy's throat and you see it like oh, bolt out in his neck. And then he breaks it in his neck and like the shards like
0: go
1: through his neck. Yeah,
2: it's terrifying. How is
1: that a fun time?
2: It's fun. People who love horror love that stuff, mate. They're all. Over it.
1: Just on a side note, I watched a really disturbing movie this week. You saw me watch it called Breathe.
2: Yeah, it was weird. Oh,
1: and the first half of it oh, was so great. It's based on the book um by our old mate
2: Tim Winton.
1: Tim Winton, who's an Australian author <laughs> who ostensibly often writes about like teenagehood and mainly teenage boys' experiences, and there's always some kind of, of weird sexual references in it. Yeah, it's kind of like coming-of-age stories. He's also yeah. written a really famous book called Cloud Street. Anyway, he wrote Breathe, and it's a surfing book because Tim Winton's really obsessed with surfing. He has some And cra- boy
2: cultures.
1: Correct, and he has some cracker stories about whales and surfing and swimming with dolphins and all the things. I actually really like him. I think he's a kind of interesting guy. He's a very kind of specific aesthetic And um, conversationalist. Anyway, um, but this film I watched, and the first half was so beautiful. It's set on the Australian coast, and it's like two teenage boys who get taken on by this kind of older surfer dude, and he teaches them to surf and something. something. Yeah, from The Mentalist plays the um, mentor. It's just great in that he's challenging them with the surf and all these crazy surf sort of um, spots that are kind of secret and hidden. And it's also, you know, a coming of age of these two boys learning about life. I thought it was so great. And but, then it just took this really strange turn. The second half of the movie just becomes about um, the mentor's girlfriend who is played by uh actress who's going to be in Diana. She's in and she's
2: Diana. Do Elizabeth Debicki.
1: Elizabeth Debicki, who is an incredible actress. She gets, I literally counted, she gets like 15 lines in the first half of the movie. She just kind of wafts about being this kind of injured aerial skier. Yes. But she literally has like maybe, yeah, a few lines each time. She mainly just says, what? You're still here. And Mm. then just like wafts around their hippie Mm. house. And then the second half... She forms this relationship with one of the teenage boys, and it's like really twisted and weird and awful. And then the movie just ends, and she has like almost no character arc. She's nah. clearly just kind of mentally damaged, and it's it's just such a it was just really unsettling. So I don't watch that if you don't want to be yeah. Unsettling. I was when you're
2: watching, and I'm like, this is a weird vibe, and I don't like it. Yeah,
1: it was. It started really. It's also because you hate surfers. I
2: do hate surfers. And,
1: I, and look, it's incredibly beautiful the way that it's shot. Australian bush and the um, beaches just look spectacular. Yeah, it it's a beautiful and movie. this and it's um it, it does give you a real insight into the guts and kind of glory of surfing and surfing culture, but yeah odd movie towards the end. Anyway, that's not what I was going to recommend. Oh, can I just
2: quickly say, like, if you love Tim Winton, there's a a, uh, guy on Twitter called uh, Tim with double M Winto. It's like a fake Tim Winton account. It's very specific if you know about Tim Winton and his love for the seas and like teenage (laughs) boys and surf culture. I'm just going to read out a few of these tweets, okay? (laughs) Right. Uh, I never read a book I liked, not even my friends' books. All dreadful. When I think about it, I feel crook, like I need to go to the dunny. (laughs) Uh, yeah, this, that's is, so... this is another oh, Just bear, This is just for me, so I apologize. <laughs> no
1: one is gonna get Bo- this right. Boys getting
2: into fist fights, boys getting let down by their fathers, boys getting high off the fumes from paintball pallets. These are just a few of the themes I try to shed light on. Boys getting their willies caught in desk drawers. <laughs> <laughs> These are my two favorites Oh names. my god. My all time most hated vessel is the submarine because it disrespects the sea. <laughs> And the last one is, the tax man came to the beach again but I managed to avoid them by refusing to paddle back in and eventually they got bored and left. I belong in prison but I won't go.
1: <laughs> oh, that is so niche. It's so niche. Only people who've ever oh, read Tim Winton that, I'm like, that's the best. Oh, my God. There's only like 75 <laughs> tweets. Because that's the thing as well with Tim Winton, all his books and like the subsequent films are all like very much the themes. Yeah, you know totally. when you they because you studied them at school. Like often, I think everyone at some point who lives in Australia has studied a Tim Winton book at school. Yeah, and it's always like themes of teenage boyhood.
2: Mm, yeah, mm. I love
1: it. Yeah. Anyway, oh my god, it's so hilarious! The best. Thanks Twitter for that. Account. Okay, speaking of incredible Australian authors, sorry, please to continue. I am recommending the Thirteen Story Treehouse. Oh yeah, this is a good one. It's so good by Andy Griffiths and Terry Denton. And there's ten books in the series all up, and they're what? short. What? Chapter books. Yeah, there's 10 now. I know. We've just started. We've read the 13th. So the first story with our son, who's five, and we're on to the second already. And my goodness, does he love it? Yeah. These books, they're, they're chapter books with really cool kind of il, um, scribbled illustrations by Terry Denton. They're perfect for kids from about five to ten years old, yep. I think, but I'm loving them as an adult they're as well. Really There's funny. a lot of layered humour in there and some really good ones kind of just for the adults too they're, and they've, quite good puns. They've got, if
2: you like that die a wimpy kid kind of vibe, they're kind of like mm. on that kind of.
1: Totally. I reckon they are so creative and outright hilarious. Each story is fast-paced and jam-packed with funny illustrations, layered jokes and undeniably outlandish scenes and the scenes kind of get more outlandish as they go. Um, The first treehouse in the 13-story treehouse book has a bowling alley, a see-through swimming pool, a secret underground laboratory and a marshmallow machine that follows you around and automatically shoots marshmallows into your mouth whenever you're hungry. So in other words, a five-year-old, Boys Heaven or just any five year old.
2: Do you think it's uh they're more boy focused, would you say?
1: No. Actually, I mean, mm. yes, in a way, yes, they I are. Mean, too, like, they're written by two blokes. But whatever, there's yeah. the character Jill, who actually is um Angie Griffith's wife, actually is also in the story and she becomes more and more involved as they can't go okay, along. Right, yeah. So I don't think they're I mean, they're two boys, yeah, and there's some funny kind of gross strokes, but I'm loving it. I think girls would just love them just as much as boys actually. They're really would. funny. They're really funny and, yeah, immediately grabbed me. They're really kind of pitched for kids who haven't been that into reading yeah. and kind of launching them. They're a great gateway drug in a way into more serious books and longer form chapter just books. For
2: read. Yeah, totally. You yeah. know, because
1: they kind of bridge that gap really well and there's picture books. There's
2: pictures as well but not like. Not too many pictures if you're worried about too many pictures. No. no yeah. yeah but and the
1: language is really rich and funny. they kind of a bit Roald Dahl-esque as well, I would say. Yeah, a, bit a little of bit, bit roll you know? esque absolutely. So I'll tell you a little bit about the writing there yeah. as well, which I found Please. was really interesting you know, I always love how people create stuff. Yeah. So Andy um, Griffiths writes the words and Terry Denton draws the pictures. Ostensibly that's the way it works. But I think it's more of a collaborative it process. It seems that way, yeah. Yeah, they've been working together since 1997 with the, their first book, Just Tricky and have gone to collaborate oh, on the tricking. best-selling Just and Treehouse series, which combined have sold more than 3.5 million copies. Ooh. Yeah, I know. So Griffiths and Andy write together in Griffiths' Melbourne home. He has a studio out the back and this studio is so cool. There's an article from the ABC and I'll link it, or Collings will link it in the show notes, with this awesome picture of their studio, it puts us to shame. Every surface is covered with toys, books, gadgets and gags and it's just cr- jam-packed full of fun and imagination and just like outlandish stuff. For instance, there's plastic vomit on the ground <laughs> and a jar of Andy's Own Vomit and um, just sits on the table with like a label that says Andy's Own An Vomit. An actual jar of vomit? I think it's like a fake jar of vomit. What if it was a real? Anyway, yeah, I know. Um among all the gadgets, there's uh, one that takes pride of place. It's a six-foot model of the treehouse. Oh, cool. Yeah, we complete with bowling alley, swimming pool and maze of doom, <laughs> which is really cool. Some penguins get lost in it in one of the books.
2: I missed the start of that book because, you know, we kind of split a the reading. yeah. Uh, where does the treehouse come from? They built it? Well,
1: they don't tell you in the first one. Yeah, they've built Ah, it. The second book is an origin story. Ah. So it's how Terry and Andy met because really all the books are written in this way where um, Terry and Andy are writing a book in a treehouse, in this incredible treehouse, and kind of all these things disrupt their ability to write their books and they've got this publisher who's always breathing down their neck. So it's quite fun in the way that it's written to the reader. They kind of break down that, um, is it the third wall? Yeah. Yeah, which I really love. Fourth wall. Fourth wall, there you go. Yeah, so the first book though doesn't explain, it just says they built it, but you don't find out anything else more about that, but the second one you do and then kind of comedy ensues from there. Anyway, I just love the idea that they're both like, you know, I'd say they're now in their 50s and it just sort of, they love going into their kind of nine year old headspace yeah. and they go there in Andy's studio and just kind of have the most fun. And Jill, Andy's wife, actually has also been a collaborator too. She features heavily in the books and, um, yeah, kind of helps them with the writing process. So I just have just fallen in love with this series and I totally recommend it.
2: Because I remember our one of our nep- nephews, our godson, mm. he was into them like years ago, and I remember now he's like what ten, Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that's interesting that I was just like, oh yeah, and then I just kind of, and now they've come around again. He's our son's probably the same age that he was when he was.
1: Yeah, really into he was them. Into them, Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting, isn't it? Like, because it's reminding me that every age is really specific. Oh yeah, you know, so five at the moment is just an awesome age. Mm. You know, and kids.
2: His school ruins them.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> Hold out some hope, my friend. Anyway, um, I, you know what else I really love? Just very quickly, in their bios, um, Terry Denton's bio just says, he lives by the sea in Australia with his wife, three kids, and a pop-up toaster that only toasts on one side. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoy that. And in Andy's one, he said he's a big fan of Dr. Seuss and Cauliflower. Uh, what?
2: Those two yeah. things are not. I know exactly.
1: Uh, um, he's also written a book called Killer Koalas from Outer Space, hmm. <laughs> Butt Wars: The Final Conflict, Butt Wars, <laughs> and the Day My Butt Went Psycho. <laughs> I know that
2: book. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you know, if you've got a kid in your life uh, who's around You're about to get that him to age, read, yeah, yeah I, perfect.
2: Absolutely, because it's yeah. I know because often we'd have I'd have conversation with parents about like I'm worried about what they're reading and whatever, and it's just like whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like whatever you can do to. To get them reading, you know. What yeah, I mean? yeah, absolutely.
1: Because it it snowballs. Doesn't matter, really. Yeah, exactly. We and it make them
2: read something if, especially at a young age, that they don't want to, because they'll just it could like shut them down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think it has to be a habit. Yeah. that they cultivate over time. Mm. And often it is one particular book series that kind of grabs them and then they go searching for that same experience. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I'm like that as an adult too. I remember there's particular books that I loved as a kid and I'd voraciously read and others that I'd just like pick up and put down. Yeah. And I'm like that now where I might stumble on an author or a series of books and just.
2: Yeah, you get very
1: excited about oh, that. Yeah. I do. And then I just vanish Mm. Like day. She
2: disappears.
1: I do. I didn't it for weeks. Into a book, but I'm it takes after the specific books. They're
2: screaming. Where's them? Where's mom? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm I don't up know. in a treehouse yeah. reading my
1: book. Anyway, um, so yeah, this is this is a very special series. So good for Christmas. Good for Christmas. Yes. Actually, uh, Jim Bob, I had a thought. I think this year for our Christmas speciales, we should do an episode of gift recommendations. Oh,
2: mm. for like.
1: For Christmas for kids
2: for, okay, sorry, sorry. and
1: partners yep, and dogs. <laughs> it's easy. Yeah, it's easy.
2: All you do, you get a gift voucher. Cash
1: <laughs> anyway, I just think that would be fun.
2: I think that's a great idea. Cool.
1: All right. On with the show. Uh, yeah,
2: we might have to wrap it up. I've got a review here. If you want to reach the show, just bloody send us a review and i will read it out probably. It really helps the show and we appreciate it. some Kremit. Kremit? This is the Queen's Gambit. Love the podcast. I'm an avid listener of the Weekly Planet and watcher of Caravan and Garbage. I was curious to see what this was all about when James mentioned you'd be reviewing The Queen's Gambit. I was, it was I was greeted with a very fun review and loved Claire's tirade uh, about more representative writing. I've just begun my journey as a soon-to-be-published novelist and constantly have to check whether I'm describing something like a, another human would. She's absolutely right that so much is written as, uh, as if the female character is being described by a man rather than being how the character would describe themselves. Anyway, enough of that. I look forward to the next episode uh while I watch on to see whether my country can awake from the from our collective nightmare. That could be any country as well, that's fun. Uh that's that's yeah. What do you got, Claire?
1: Ooh, all right. So uh the title of this email is Thursday Therapy and a Van Gogh Musical. Oh my
2: god. I know.
1: So uh if you want to email the do you show. You have to listen like this. <laughs> you can it's a visual it's an audio be, medium.
2: Yeah, I know, but it's a joke just for you.
1: Oh, that's not nice. because he cut
2: one of his ears off. <laughs> so he's listening with one ear.
1: <laughs> um, I can't you can't see it, listener, but James has got his hand. How does he wear spectacles?
2: Because wouldn't they be crooked? Oh
1: Lord. All right, can we just continue with this Please, God forsaken nightmare a of the show? Though. Oh this there's a mosquito in my it. face. Don't like wave I it, I it away. You're gonna kill it. it. All right, back to it. Um, you can email the show at TedestiblePot at with your recommendations. We would love that. This one is from Joseph. Heron. Hi, Claire and James. My name is Joseph Heron and I'm a listener from the UK, currently residing in London. I'm a long-time listener of James's More Successful podcast, but I've been an avid listener of Suggestible from day one. Thanks, mate. Like many, this pandemic has proved difficult for me, causing me to miss two of my final terms of training at drama school. Oh, boo. And it's greatly impacted my mental health So I spent two months of the UK's first lockdown living totally alone. (sighs) Oh, mate. One thing that really kept me going was this podcast and I couldn't wait for it to come out each week. Aw, oh, thanks, mate. That's so we nice. We appreciate that. Yeah, we really do. We genuinely do. And therefore I've taken to dubbing the show My Thursday Therapy. Oh, mm. mate. Just for you. As I know both of you are somewhat fond of musicals, my recommendation is the cast recording of Starry the Musical. I love musicals and I'd never heard of this one. It's a concept album written by Kelly Linda Angelo and Matt DeHaan. The musical is a pop-punk retelling of key events in the life of Vincent Van Gogh. I Is it goff or go? I think it's... <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're holding your nose. Why are you holding your nose? That's that one was... of my best jokes.
1: <laughs> it just came out so... I'm going so fast. There was no
2: edit there. That was the speed in which I thought of and d- delivered that joke.
1: Sometimes you really surprise me with your wit. I don't even Other know. times you're yeah. a total idiot. I
2: sometimes surprise myself. I'm not as funny as Mason or as quick as Mason, but I, I could I could get there every now and then.
1: Now and then you come out with an old gem. <laughs> anyway, um, his brother Theo Van Gogh and Theo's fiancé, Joe Van Gogh. Joe Van Gogh being one of the key reasons that historians know so much about Vincent today as she was responsible for the publication of the letters Vincent sent her. Oh. So I think that the starry musical is really worth a listen. Now I love Van Gogh or Van Gogh Van- <coughs> as some might know him. <laughs> 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 I've seen some of his artwork in person in the yeah. Louvre. No, not we the Louvre. That museum uh, Dorsay, which yeah. is my favorite uh, museum art gallery in Paris. I love that place. I've in been the there world? twice. Yeah, well, I haven't been to a lot of art galleries in the whole world. Yeah, but, but like, it's it's my favorite one I've been to so far. Fuck the it's Louvre. in an old train station. Anyway, I love it, and I particularly love, I mean, obviously, I'm not alone in loving Van Gogh. I mean, that's it's you know, true. A lot of people do. Any- <laughs> anyway, this sounds great. Thanks, Joseph. Um, yeah, we really appreciate it. And if you would like to send an email, please do. Please do.
2: There's, there's a great episode of Doctor Who where – because Van Gogh never knew he was – he didn't see any of his success. Mm. And where Doctor Who takes him to that museum – and shows him, like, the work, like, the paintings and how people are, like, how well regarded he is and everything. It's amazing. It's really good. It's kind of, like, really cathartic but it's also, like, oh, this isn't real. But it's also <laughs> really nice.
1: Well, oh, that would be yeah. really nice. I know he struggled with huge mental health Massively. He footies. was in
2: an era where that was just, like, you're crazy. Mm. And that was just, like, exactly. the extent of it. Yeah. And I
1: think the, the vibrant colours of his art are based around did he have some kind of eye issue, I'm pretty sure. Um, might, which is why he was saw that, um, in such vivid color. Cataracts,
2: was that? Him yeah, or, I think it was, was Cataracts. Yeah, or was that somebody else?
1: Um, you can Google it on Googles the Google it, Wonder yeah. Machine.
2: How do you spell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I wonder if anyone else finds that as funny as I. I hope Anywho, so. Anywho, uh, look after yourselves, guys, if you're out there in lockdown. It's a bloody hard time.
2: It's, cl- it's Monet. Monet did oh, it. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. No, But I'm sure Van Gogh also had.
2: He, I, I probably did, decide. but I'm pretty sure. This, Anywho.
1: Because
2: uh, like cataract paintings. Just, like, ah, yes, real yes, fucked yes, up And he destroyed a bunch of them because he was like, what? Anyway, also, send them a bloody uh, a, a, a audio file email thing. What are they called as well? They're cool, aren't they?
1: Yes. So if you would like your voice actually on our podcast, which we would – Thoroughly enjoy. Uh, so all you need to do is open up the Voice Memo app on your phone, uh, record us a little message with Hello. your name and the place that you're recording to up James. top and your recommendation, Malibon. and then email it to suggestablepod at gmail.com. And you can email. do that all in your phone. What are you doing over there? I'm acting it out. Stop talking underneath me. <laughs>
2: okay.
1: You're driving me bananas. Mm,
2: very good. Keep going.
1: That doesn't remind me, the 13-story treehouse has a giant gorilla that keeps saying, ba-na-na. My son loves that. He loves it so much. I love it so much. I make him laugh every time. And now whenever he's walking around the house, I just suddenly go, ba-na-na, and he just like loses his mind. Uh, So funny. Anyway. Yeah, send it on through. Yeah, send it on through. We would love uh, to hear that. If you can. Yeah, Yeah. brief. uh, And we would just love to hear your voices because it's so cool. It is so cool. thank you for listening. All right. See you next week. Goodbye.
2: Goodbye. Banana. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's it's up to you.
0: (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer.